0: Hustle on over today at firehouse subs a portion of every purchase helps provide life-saving equipment to first responders we make our subs differently because our subs make a difference like our italian sub piled high with genoa salami pepperoni and virginia honey ham or our firehouse meatball sub with zesty marinara both with melted provolone and italian seasoning your choice, just six ninety nine each for a medium, and only for a limited time at Firehouse Subs. Tap the banner now to start your order. The podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the Voice of the People. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Back in the ring, American dream, just me and my team. Them Florida boys, shout out to King Another money grab with the Wu-Tang cream Raw team with the flow, as King got mean From a small town called fresh off a bitch niggas ass Niggas ever think of calling out me Okay, my lids lower than lids low You know what started out this pole Nothing like your kin, folks Fuck like I do it like this no. I got all the bells, young co. If you want smoke, flame on The only problem with that, homes, You got a glass jaw and I'm Roy Jones Speak on my name, let me find out Board the War Blow your lights out. Mono a mano, we grind out. Throwing the towel, no calling the towel. Flipping niggas, car over. I'm the new Earl Smith's top ranked. Die niggas still sitting on the bench. Step, jab, left hook, right hook. Got a piss, Vaseline all on me, so they blame it on the drip. I've got an unorthodox style. You pray your man to shout out to Jimma, shout out to Francis. All of my competition touch the canvas. Most of them going home in ambulances. Beat all the odds, still taking chances. Knocking you weak ass fighters, out just dancing. Locate the sponsors, I need advances. Holly yeah that boy dance. Niggas just over there trolling. They don't want no smoke. Better have, it, have a cap of heart. Thinking I'm a joke ain't shit to talk about. But you heard Liz low. Get your ass in the, the ring, swang. Get in the ring, swing, Get in the ring, swang.
1: Champ, I
2: need that. I need a few others, but we work on that. Let's go, let's go, Sean Mission Impossible Jones, welcome back. I'm your host Nestor Gibbs, and we are back with another episode of Unguarded, where TBV sits down with one of its board awards fighters and peels back the layers. We're trying to get to know a little bit more about our participants, and this time on the docket, we got Sean Mission Impossible Jones. First took. A fight with Border Wars at 175 pounds, and uh, he's moving up to the big boy division where the belts are at, 190. I know him and Terrell Fireflame Harris had some back-and-forth words. Him and Anthony Queen City Cobra had some back-and-forth words. So we're going to get to know all it is about uh, the gentleman, right? Because this company's called Gentleman Driving Club. But Shaw Mission Impossible, what's going on, champ? How are you? Oh, you got to unmute, champ. I, I had muted you. You had some background during the beginning, but, uh, yeah. How about now? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. What's going on, brother?
3: All right, all right. Doing very well. Doing very well. Is there an echo on your end or we good?
2: It'll go away. We don't hear it, but, uh, normally we hear our guests say the same thing until it finally goes away, but talk to us, man, uh. What's going on? What brings you back to Border Wars Season 9? You were last a participant of Season 7. What's bringing you back? Yeah,
3: I love the experience in Season 7. I had a great fight. felt like it was one of the more entertaining fights on the card. Um, You know, Season 8, kind of in the thick of COVID and everything like that, and uh, wasn't able to make the journey up to uh, your neck of the woods. But since you guys are coming back down to Texas, I had to hop in. I'm in Houston, events in Dallas. So if I don't show up, that kind of looks bad, right? Houston fighters got to show up. Texas fighters got to show up to the Texas event. So I'm back and I'm ready. Hey,
2: man, speaking of Texas showing up, you guys are showing up. I mean, this is really an all-out Texas affair. A lot of guys standing up, even some new Texas guys. You're actually fighting someone from Texas. It looks like he might be in that Lubbock, dallas area because uh from what i hear he's met up with some of the other border wars fighters to um get some sparring to say the least and uh you are fighting anthony catch the dad right i'm
3: fighting uh zuma i I was i thought
2: yeah 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 yeah, that's him that's him that's That's him him. okay okay his real name is anthony but he prefers to be called catch the dad
3: so so you're fighting
2: a dad man how old are you for all those that don't know out there man you're a young guy no
3: i'm 26 26 years old
2: 26 entrepreneur do you think that the dad is a little bit in over his head as you obviously are bringing in the youth you have the (laughs) amateur experience Um, and you've been under the lights of Border Wars already, so you know at least what that is where, where, you know, he doesn't have that. I I call that an advantage. Do you? I
3: would certainly see it as an advantage, but I would say every fighter is a little bit different. Some uh, Some guys can just hop in there like it's nothing, and the lights don't affect them, the cameras don't affect them, and they perform well, so I'm certainly not underestimating them, but on paper, yes, I would say that's an advantage. Now...
2: I mean, how could I say this? Um, obviously, everybody wants to win. Um, but what are you doing to ensure that? Because some might say that maybe you're not going to be coming in the best of your ability because this isn't the weight that you fought at the last time. Uh, I don't know. So I guess you can clear that up. You did fight at 175. Now you're fighting at 190. Um, What's the thought process behind moving up to cruiserweight? Yeah,
3: just, just to give a little example, I walk around at 200. I walk around at 200. Um, so going down to 175 as not like a professional fighter, you know, not doing this as a professional fighter, that's a big drop. And I, I'm, I don't make any excuses for my last fight. Uh, but I did feel a little drained. It took you don't you don't have to, Sean. You don't
1: have to. I seen it. I was going <laughs> to say it for you, but go ahead.
3: Yeah. I, I mean, if you look at the tape, I looked huge on fight day. Like, I couldn't even believe I was 175, to be honest. I thought the scale was broken. Like, it took everything I had to get down to 175. So this time, you know, when you hit me back and you were like, uh, Ant wants to fight at 175, I was like, nah, I'm good on that. Because if I can come in at 190... I'm going to be healthy. I'm not going to be worried about the weight. I'm going to feel strong. You know, as long as my, yeah, I mean, I can throw bombs. As long as my cardio, as long as I'm in conditioning, I'm good. The weight, you know, the weight's just going to translate to power for me.
1: Hold on, the reason why I
2: say that. Let me jump in here just to add a little bit of spice. Obviously, you've already, you know, done what many, you know, Mexican fighters take 20, 30 fights to do. You've already fought that slick black style uh, in, for sure, Fire D. Young guy, uh, you know, six amateur fights. Um, but now you're going to be facing uh, Anthony, who is, I want to believe, Mexican style. Definitely has to be Latino with a last name that will remain silent until he allows us. But uh, <laughs> I want to believe this is Mexican style. But when I watch the tape, he had that Sergio Martinez, it, like that's what that's what I got off of him. Like it felt like Sergio with the hands down, and he's like head bobbing. What did you get out of the little bit of tape that you've been able to get? But we are getting you full sparring this week with some of the other Texas guys.
3: Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Um, like you said, I didn't, the tape was kind of short and it looked really, really, really old. Like it looked like it was tape from before the iPhone was even invented, to be honest with you. Um, but he looked very, uh, he looked very jumpy, very jittery, a lot of moving around. Um, so he, he looks to be, or he was whenever that tape was done, pretty slick of a fighter, but you know, the hands down, um the constant movement that's going to tire him out and um if you got your hands down you're going to get hit by me i promise you that
2: now i don't know i mean you want to jump in francis cuz i will ask yeah, questions yeah, yeah. forever yeah 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 so
1: like <laughs> that's a good thing yo Sean. odyssey um i just want to touch back on your last fight because i don't know much about this opponent you know what i mean i want to yeah. give you your i want to give you your props and you know what i mean talk about some of the things that um if you seen in the fight that you could have done better. Now, honestly, in that fight, you looked massive, man. Your traps was huge. You're looking super yoked. But at times, it looked like your feet was in sand. Like when you wanted to move, like your brain was telling your body to move, and your body was like, hell no. I ain't doing that. <laughs> and, and I felt like DeMarcus realized it. But when you were able to actually pick up your body and do what your mind said, you were able to push him back and hurt him. You were clearly the bigger guy because when you were leaning on him on the ropes, it could tell. What is your strategy putting on, what, 15 more pounds, 20 more pounds on top of it that's going to help you to, one, not feel like you're running in sand or walking in sand, and two, maintain that strength and that power that you're looking to carry?
3: Yeah, I I honestly, I just didn't feel comfortable at the weight. I'm a lot more comfortable at 190. Um, Like I said, I do not have to kill myself to make weight. Um, as far as walking and standing, to be honest with you, and I, I never shared this on anything after the fight, but uh, I was a little too timid in that
0: fight. What a great way to recognize your employees. Check out Custom Ink. Have you ever thought about doing something special for your customers? Custom Ink can do that too. And wouldn't your team love some custom gear? Custom Ink is ready. Custom Ink is your go-to custom gear partner with great customer service, quality products, and all-in pricing along with personalized help when you need it and an easy-to-use website when you don't. Plus, everything is 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Check out what we can do for your business at customink.com.
2: Industry leading.
3: you know, uh, for sure, Fire D, he was very slick. He did have a lot of skills. He did bring in some composure that I wasn't necessarily expecting. And uh, it made me a little hesitant. So I'm going into this camp, I'm going to this fight, uh, knowing the mistake I made in that fight, being hesitant, not throwing as many punches as I should have thrown and not coming forward as much as I should have came forward. And I'm taking all that into training camp. So when I do my sparring, I'm coming forward. My feet are not insane. I'm not afraid to throw punches and I'm moving forward. Do you feel like you hurt DeMarcus at all in that point
1: at any point in that fight?
3: I do. Like within yourself. To... Like with like
1: other than what people talking about, like actually within yourself. Like I can tell, like I actually hurt him a few times in that fight.
3: Yeah, I mean in the third round, you I think everyone could tell he was much more tired in the third round than I was. Um, I, I wanted to go three more rounds. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to go three more rounds. Uh, I felt like I had hurt him with a few of those shots. I think I didn't connect enough of them to make a real impact. Uh, had I done that, I think it would have been more evident.
1: Go ahead, Nancy, you can jump in. Uh,
2: well, I wasn't. All right, are you want me at- continue? Yeah, Continue. I'll ju- I- I'll catch the flow in a second. Okay, cool. I'm actually looking uh, for his unguarded post just so we can have it pulled up. If you haven't already dropped Sean Mission Impossible Jones a question, head on over to patreon.com forward slash The Boxing Voice. I'll be posting that link right now as I just found it and I'll pin it to the top of Patreon for anybody that is having difficulties. Okay, so what surprised you the most
1: about one, the entire event, two, actually getting in the ring and looking at your opponent across from you compared to this time now, knowing what you're getting into, getting prepared, like what's the mindset?
3: Yeah. So, I mean, I had coming in the last event, I had one amateur fight and as you know, in the amateurs, you don't know who you're fighting until the day of, like you, you have no idea. Right. And so this was different because I didn't know who I was fighting. I didn't have a, you know, I had a decent amount of film enough to see, but man, you know fighters look different and they perform different when you see them in person the film is one thing in person is a whole nother when you stand in right across the ring from them. and you guys talk about it all the time like you guys want to talk about other fighters but can you get in the ring yourself it's a whole nother ball game when you're on the other side of the ropes, and the referee's in the middle and he says go you know he says fight it's a whole nother it's a whole nother level um so I guess it was jitters. You know, I hadn't fought for a couple of years. Uh, my, my last amateur battle was a few years before the DeMarcus fight. So um, it, there was nerves. There was definitely jitters. This time, I know exactly what I'm expecting. It was only, what, a year ago, guys? We were in Dallas. Uh, maybe not even that. So, no, it was in February. It was in February, so not even a year ago. Um, so I know what to expect. Uh, won't have the jitters. Won't have anything like that. Ready to go in there and fight
2: so I'm being told in the in the, in the chat that uh, dad is actually 25. Catch the dad's actually 25, so he's younger than you. Uh, were you expecting that? I didn't think he was 25. Did I put that in your head, that he was older, or did he look older off the tape to you? Uh, where did you kind of put him in age when you first seen that tape? Well,
3: the tape looked like it was from the 90s, so I didn't really know. You know, where to put him at an age, to be honest with you, but <laughs> uh, realistically, I, th- I assumed he was probably close to my age. You guys do a really good job in matchmaking, so I-, I assumed he was pretty close to my age.
2: Okay, okay, so uh, do you think that you having the the edge in the youth department is gone now that he's a, a, a year younger?
3: <laughs> I don't know, I don't <laughs> know his background, but uh, I've been in sports athletics my entire life, basketball football track. Uh, in boxing at a fairly high level in, in track as well as in uh, football. So, no, I mean, he doesn't have any advantage in the physical thing, I, I wouldn't say.
2: Now, um, I didn't get – I got to go back through my messages with him to see uh, what exactly he said in terms of height. But you're 6'2 or 6'1? Because you're pretty, pretty tall with great posture.
3: Uh, I'm six one.
2: Okay. See, that six, six one. one. Looks like 6'2", in my opinion, but all uh, right, all right. With, all with right. the
1: great posture, that's
3: why.
2: Yeah. No, seriously.
3: It's the traps. It's the
1: traps.
2: It's, trap. it's the traps. Looking like Steve Cunningham, man. Keep Steve Cunningham shocked me, bro. Them traps are crazy. So let's see where it's catch the dad at. I just want to pull up these messages and see. He did say. So while say, he's pulling up the messages. Okay, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that he did say it's been a minute. Since he's uh, actually gotten in there and stuff like hey Sean,
1: that. Sean, give us a little bit of insight into your training. Like, you know what I'm saying? What type of a conditioning are you doing? Um, how's your your, your your mitt work and your sparring? And, you know, I mean, how's everything yeah. going so far?
3: Yeah, so I'll be honest. This has kind of been a short camp for me. I didn't really know if I was going to participate in this board award or not. Uh, but I kind of felt obligated to being it's in Texas. And I did want to get back in the ring and compete. Uh, so this is a, this is honestly, if I'm being 100% honest, I started training camp on Monday. This is a four-week training camp for me. Uh, I stay in shape, stay in shape, uh, keep keep my hands quick, uh, but that doesn't mean conditioning, right? So I'm going to this camp, you know, conditioning is key. The hands are there. work with the coach is fine. I'm going to get the sparring that I need. Not worried about that. Really, just going in, making sure I'm loose, making sure I'm relaxed, making sure my my running, my conditioning is on point. Um, that's what camp's looking like for me, man. I as long as I get my sparring in, as long as I get my runs in, um, I'll be ready to rock and roll on fight night. Like I said, so, I'm not killing myself to make weight, so it's not um any, as long as I'm conditioned, as long as the hands are tight, we're good.
1: So what are you doing for conditioning? Sorry, is are you are you running? Are you biking? Are you swimming? Are you what like, what 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 are you what kind of conditioning are you doing right now? are you doing a road big like what are you doing?
3: Yeah, so I'm a runner usually usually I'll do uh two to three uh, somewhat long medium to long range runs a week and then I like to throw some sprints in there uh, on the other days as well. Uh, I ran the one one hundred meter dash in track so uh, usually sprints and then I'll throw a three to three to seven mile run two or three times a week in there.
2: So uh actually the stats are 510. He's 199 on his way to 190, he says. Um Yeah, five ten, six one. That's not that bad. That seems pretty even. Uh. Sean man, I mean, do you feel pressure? I never been in that predicament, and I'm not trying to turn it into a joke. You know, you know, I my, yeah. my matchmaking for myself probably is a little uh, uh softer than yours, right? Like you are going <laughs> in, you went in tough with a dude that six. I don't know, is he six and oh, six and two? But I mean, uh, he sent me sparring at two hundred plus. So Demarcus, obviously very talented, and we'll see just how much when he squares off against Elias the Lion Lioness. But uh, yeah, I mean. I don't know. What, what, what do you think about uh, your your opponent and, and, and the whole 5'10", um, you know, bigger, stronger? What are you thinking?
3: Um, I mean, usually when I get in the ring, I'm the bigger guy, typically, uh, unless I'm clearly fighting a heavyweight. So I mean I th- I think when we get in there, I'm gonna be the bigger guy. I'm gonna be the taller guy. I'm gonna be the guy that's expected to go ahead and push the action. He's probably gonna be a little bit slicker, I'm gonna be moving around, and it's gonna be my job to put him in awkward situations and catch him with a hard shot. Um, I'm not I'm not really worried about it. I I've been in so many different sparring matches. I've been in the ring with, you know, ex pros, been in the ring with J D, as you guys know. J D did a lot of sparring with him, done some sparring with some guys who are uh, my weight in the pros are actually talking to a uh, current pro right now, trying to get some sparring. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, I'm not worried about the opponent. Both fights I've had, I didn't know who I was fighting. You know, obviously I had film from DeMarcus, but um, like I said, it's different when you actually get in the ring with them.
2: But are you approaching this different? I guess I, I went about that wrong, right? Because I feel like when you came into Border Wars, you had this chip on your shoulder. Here's Mitty reminding me that you know you're running away from him. That you said you would come and get the belts at 168, but now you are fighting at 190. So uh-huh. I do remember you know you having a lot to say for 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 you know guys like uh, Rel and 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 you you know you kind of were setting things up with uh, who else Anthony. And maybe I'm yeah. sure Marvin having those belts at Cruiserweight, I'm probably sure you mentioned Marvin uh, once or twice. Uh, so how are things different? Because we don't see that attitude. We do see a more humbled, uh, you know, Sean.
3: Yeah, man, to be honest, I've been focused on business, man. I've been focused on business. I've been working. Um, and uh, I didn't want to give that that negative energy off.
0: Welcome to America
3: there was enough crazy testosterone going on in the chat. I didn't need to throw any more gasoline into the fire this time around. I wanted to go ahead and let my skills in the ring talk for themselves. You know, I did take a L last time, so I do have to kind of humble myself a little bit, get back on the horse, and do what I got to do. Uh, I want to show people that the the glimpses of glory that they saw for me in the last fight can come out in spades in this one.
2: Definitely. Well put. So, listen, man, uh, young guy, 26 years old, entrepreneur. Tell us a little bit about how you got started with Gentlemen Driving Club and uh, how that became a passion for you.
3: Yeah, so I've always been a car enthusiast. Uh, loved anything that had to do with cars. And so I decided to create Gentleman's Driving Club. It's an international car club, uh, online community, and apparel company. We shipped to over nine different countries in the last three years of doing business. And uh, we got we've got members from all those nine countries, um, but that, that's how kind of, I kind of got them started with the business. I started it as solely an apparel company. You need a product to get to your audience, but really it's always about the community. Uh, so we have a private Discord group uh, that we're all collaborating in. People do modding advice. They post pictures, videos, content, all kinds of stuff. Uh, pay a monthly monthly membership to be in the club. And they get access to all the car shows that we do, all the events that we do, uh, the online forums, all that good stuff. And uh, we just have a great time, man. People from all walks of life who have every different type of car. We accept people who love their Hondas. We accept people who have Ferraris, you know, and, and anything in between Hellcats, Corvettes, Mustangs, doesn't matter. If you got a passion for cars, uh, we we want you in the club.
1: Hey, quick question while you're on that, uh, you had one to bag it. You want to go? Or you want me to go? Okay, so quick question, man, because I love cars, man. I love me some, love you, car. Now, give me your first car you ever got. First question. Second question your favorite car of all time. And your third car would be sports car. Give me your favorite sports car. Now, you know how, you know, I don't need to tell you. Go ahead.
3: So uh, my first car was a 2000 uh, Ford Mustang V6. Actually, I, I grew up I grew up loving Mustangs, and uh, I knew that that had to be my first car. So that was my first car. I've had a 2016 Mustang. I've had a, a 2008 C6 Corvette. Uh, currently I have an Audi A4 and a Mitsubishi Eclipse. I'm souping up. Uh, be the fast, too fast, too furious build. You know, the purple Roman, uh, what's his name? Roman, Roman build. So, um, but my favorite sports car is a Corvette C7 Z06. That's, that's the next car on my list. I plan on getting that in 2021.
1: Sick. See And, um, your sports car. So I guess that's, it just falls in the that's same it. category. That's
3: it, man. That, that's <laughs> C7 Z06.
1: That's the one. I love it, man. I love it. Um, what, what 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 was what was the car that got you into loving cars?
3: Sixty-five Mustang. Sixty-five
1: Mustang. What about the Mustang that is so um, eye-catching and so? I know this is not a car show, but we're dealing with a guy that loves cars, so we want to <laughs> get a little
3: into it. And it's his time. Ameri- so
1: All relaxed.
3: <laughs> Amer- American Muscle, man. American Muscle You cannot. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're all Americans. We got to support American made.
2: Now, nah, American muscle, I'm with you on that, man. I love me some American cars, uh, you know. I always loved the Challenger, but I went with the Camaro at the time of the Challenger. I really liked that SRT yeah. Challenger, though. I just felt it was slightly overpriced for the horsepower. You got more, in my opinion. I believe you got more with the Camaro out the box stock. But uh, man, I'm into American Muscle. I had a GTO too, a Pontiac, uh, when they remade the GTO, so I had the an 05. And uh, yeah, man, I like some American Muscle. That's my, my, my plan is to get another car in the future that's some American. Yeah. So, what do what you drive? And uh, uh, you know, which one is it?
3: Yeah, right now I've got a uh 2010 Audi A4. All blacked out. That's not. That's Beautiful not American
2: ball. Muscle. That's, hey, that's not, not American. No, that's muscle. German, that's Come German, on that's, man. that's luxury, <laughs> so, man. So like I said,
3: <laughs> no, no. Like I said. So I've had Mustangs. I've had Corvettes. Um, currently, I have. I'm. I'm rocking German. I'm driving the Audi. Uh, but like I said, June of 2021, uh, I'm going back to the American side and getting that that, that Z06.
2: So, so let me ask you, uh, does Gentleman Driving Club, uh, do they, I guess, give you the opportunity to drive exotic cars or do is it just a, a, like a, a, a group of people that would love for exotic cars? What exactly is being done at GDC? Wait, I mean, yeah, we, GDC. We,
3: we, do, we do all of the above, man. Uh, we host car shows. We host car meets. Uh, we have the online community. Uh, we're, we've got a pretty following on Instagram we've built over the last three years um, and it does give me access to some exotic cars because people who join the club like I said they've got they've got cars from you know something basic like a Camaro all the way to Ferrari Lamborghini. Damn he like just that. shut us
2: down so. all us Camaro <laughs> lovers all us Camaro he said something basic like a Camaro yo I mean. murdered
3: we, us we uh we 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 do get a lot of traction. The name is out there, so when I go to a car show or an event, Yo, I, go to I know the why you said
2: that. Fuck that! This guy's a he's a Mustang. <laughs> he's a Mustang guy. That's why you said oh, that. Oh my god! That's why he said that. Listen, everybody knows <laughs> okay. that that the Camaro bodies the Mustang, and Mustang have hated Camaro. No, All Mustang no, lovers no, no, hate no. Camaros. If
3: you, if you're gonna if you're gonna buy a Chevy, it better be a Corvette.
2: Ooh, that is true, man. I can't. But listen, the the, the Camaro is the poor man's Corvette. Everybody can't afford Never. a six. What is the Camaro? I mean, a, a, a Corvette is at least one ten. Yeah.
3: No, no, the new one, the new one, yes, the brand new one, yes. Yeah, yeah. I
2: mean, shit, that new body is the body. The one that's been the one that's been out for like the last four years. That's the sexy body, the latest yeah. one that they made. I mean, I know they got some classics out there that are nice, but this latest body that's been out for at least three to four years that's the yeah. really sexy body with the nice tail lights and the double pipe down the middle looking good that's looking the one
3: good. that's the one I'm planning on getting in well there
2: you go that's the newer one man those newer ones are definitely sexy yes, sir. Yeah,
3: so
2: be, I know I know
3: y'all want to talk I know y'all want to talk about the beef I know y'all want to talk about the beef
2: what beef what beef between who?
3: Between Ant, between Terrell, a little bit of Marvin.
2: Damn, you got beef with Marvin, too? Oh, this is no, no good. No, no, <laughs> no.
3: I don't have beef with Marvin. I don't have beef with Marvin. Uh, he is in the division. He's got the belts. I'm very excited to see his fight with Terrell. Uh, I feel like T is just he, – he's a big crybaby, man. He's a huge crybaby. And uh, if Marvin fails to beat him, which I don't think he will, but if he does, I would love the opportunity – to take those belts off of Terrell's hands. That would be uh like icing on the cake. Mm. You know what I'm ah. saying? Especially,
2: Listen, especially the truth to do be it told to guys who ain't going pro. Truth be told, if you can win, because it'll end up being catch the dad if it ain't true, but you know, Marvin allegedly, the rumor is on the street, Marvin is just looking to win and and vacate because he's trying to go back down. He's trying to continue to move down to 175. So Those belts will become vacant, you know. I mean, if you can get a win, that puts you at one and one, puts Terrell at one and one. Hypothetically, if he loses, you know, maybe there can be something to be talked about there. I know there's some feud between the two of you, so you never know. But Catch the Dad said, you know, you got to talk to him first.
3: What's the story on this guy?
2: Catch the Dad? Yeah. All right, well, I just hit him up, and I said, yo, I know I asked you, but let me get that experience level again. So he said he fought at 152, and he used to fight from 147 to 160, but he's only got three amateur fights. And oh, so he's a
3: little guy. <laughs> so he's a little guy.
2: I mean, he 5'10". <laughs> he 5'10", 200. I don't think he's little. Talk but that I, down, yeah, 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 man. Yeah,
3: man. You, you know what 5'10", 200 looks like?
2: I you mean, know, his years, video looks like, dog. His video ain't look like he was out of shape. But, I mean, nonetheless, in three fights, he won a Golden Gloves in 2000. Come on, Ness, Let him go, Ness. It's Come, started, on, yo, go, Ness. Three, Come
3: on, three, man. Come on, man. They give Golden Gloves out to everybody. If
2: you're
3: the best kid in your little city of 100 people, they'll give you a Golden Glove. Come wow, on, dog. Wow. You know that. Ness, you know that. You've been in the game. Just because you got a Golden Glove. Don't mean you ain't shit. Come on. Oh,
2: I mean, oh. listen. Three fights. <laughs> three fights. That mean he did like a a, a one day tournament or something, and then one, man. Exactly. In his, in his division, though, he was one fifty two, one forty seven, one sixty. So, them ain't little divisions. that
3: yes. yes, my left nut weighs more than one fifty, oh, bro. Man. Come on.
2: Oh man. Well,
3: I, let me tell you something. I've been, I, I've been next, Let's be real here. I've been at least one sixty five since I was in, like, ninth grade, okay? So this guy's fighting as an adult at 150 and thinks he can come up here with the big boys? No, 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 no.
2: He said twelve. He, 2012, so that's a long time ago. He's grown Eight since years. then. Yeah, well, yeah, he's grown since then. Last golden, that golden gloves in those three amateur fights was 2012.
3: Yeah, but in 2008, I still weighed, like,
2: 165, 170. Hey, man, listen. Listen, you had the weight and the height and the reach advantage over for surefire did. Hey, Francis, you see,
3: you see how they do me. They're like, oh yeah, you're the bigger fighter. you supposed to win. You see how they do me, Francis. Yeah, yeah, hey, I'm, do I'm doing you. I'm doing you. How you they do me? No, that's
1: why you talk here talk. Let, let let it out,
2: little guy. Little guy comes up, <laughs> man.
1: But, no, listen.
2: I'm giving you the same that they give me. As big men, we're expected to perform. We're expected to win. And, you know, we're expected to, to, to exceed expectations. You know that. You know that. I thought you was going to win just based off size. Watching you come in with no shot, I said, damn, my man's in for a tough one. And I was talking about for sure Fire D. That wasn't the case. Uh, I mean, not that it wasn't the case, but, you know, you 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 didn't get that win. So, I'm just saying, you know, you can't underestimate, man. You never know. Yep. You know what? In the, the third round, round, he
1: turned up, though, Nass. In the, ter- the third round, he turned up. Like he said, he had two, three more rounds. to so He started to get warm in <laughs> the third round.
2: He started bouncing like hell, right. right. Yeah, and, no, uh, and, no, uh, and we talked what? about that, man. I talked about that. Now that Doomy isn't reffing and we're going to have a celebrity ref, Steve Willis, in the building, um, you know, you should talk to Doomy so you could be warming up. You don't. Like, there's no extra rounds. After the third, it's over. So, yeah, he got warmed up in the third, but, you know, it's over. It's a race to two, man. Keith Thurman style. He said a race to seven. Border Wars, baby, race to two, and it's over. <laughs> Unless that third <laughs> round, you get that knockdown, then you can draw it out. And even still, people might not give you that, That you know, I don't know. You can find some bad judging, right? <laughs> in a three-round yeah. fight, you get the third round of knockdown, and, and, and if you don't, you know, Really, really take advantage. What if someone says it's still a 10-9 because, you know, catch the dad, hit you with a few rights or whatever the case may be. So, yeah, man, it's – uh you don't want to leave it in the hands of the judges, man. For real. No. I
3: would would go ahead and expect a second-round knockout.
2: Wow. I, see, I don't do that. You call a knockout on a dude you never even seen like that. You, you said,
1: I don't do that.
2: No, I don't do that. <laughs> That's just terrible. I don't do that. I don't do that because you just don't know. Yo, I was watching my fight last night, bro, and Eddie clipped me with a left hook. I never knew. You yes, he did. You just don't know. You just don't know. I mean, after that, I hit him with a right. He went down. But you just don't know. You just don't know hey. what's going to happen. So, yeah, you got to <laughs> let it what's play on?
1: out. Hold on, Sean. That first knockdown that Ness had... Listen, Eddie crossed his foot. He was already going down, but I'll give it to you, though. I'll give it to you.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yo,
2: yo, listen. Here's the
3: deal. Here's the deal. When you really really get in your mental and you you meditate on this fight and you start to visualize what's going to happen, you can see the whole thing. You can see exactly how it's going to play out based on your game plan, Based on how you feel when you get in the ring. You got to visualize it. That's, you got to visualize it, dog.
2: Come I disagree. On. It has to play out because, like, my man got this Sergio Martinez style. You know, he's he's on his left and right lateral shoulder kind of head, Mike Tyson moving, but then his hands down. You just don't know. What if that throws you off? I'm going to walk time through this, off. man. It could throw I'm your timing off. This,
3: man. I'm gonna
2: walk through this, man. That was you're the Ness, mistake. You're not that was you're the not mi- no, no, no. You not watching. That was your mistake in the in the last fight. You gotta use a jab. <laughs> use the jab this time, man. You too long to abandon the jab, bro. Too, Ness, for he real. couldn't
1: use he couldn't use a jab. He was walking
2: in sand. No, he was no. So, he was so listen, nervous listen, and tired. <laughs> you know, long? You long? You orthodox, right? Not southpaw, right? You orthodox?
3: Correct. Correct.
2: Use the Mayweather, man. Go fucking Daniel LaRusso. Paint the fence on this guy. Stomach, head, keep him at bay. Didn't land that long-ass reach you got, man. Come on. <laughs> Yo, for real. Don't walk him down just on some high guard shit, man. What if he got a... That's what happened with 5 sure D. He had a nasty left hook. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Pivot. No. Yo, no, Yo, even when you even when you blocked it, he still made you be play defense because he would throw the hook and pivot out, man. And then eventually he started adding the right hand to it. I don't know. I wouldn't go with the walk down, unless you're going to Earl Spencer walk down, like body, you know. Try to muscle him, but still throwing shots to the body. But he Mexican style. I'm assuming. Let me take some. Uh, you know, see what's his nationality. Yeah, crazy. Uh, that's crazy. I, I,
3: I get, I get what you're saying, that, and I agree with you. But I also felt like I didn't throw enough shots, and I felt like I was too far on the outside to like. I, just, I, I felt like I made the fight a lot harder than it needed to be. I felt like if I would have just bodied him like I did in the third round, I would have won the fight. If I felt like, I felt like if I would have bodied him in the first two rounds like I did in the third round, the but, judges couldn't have given it to him. But
2: it took you that time for them two rounds to warm up. That's the issue. You gotta start faster in the in the amateur fight. And you know, even though we got some pro rules, still three rounds, still two minute rounds. You gotta pick up that pace. And, uh, I mean, I would say work behind that jab, man. How is he going to get around that jab? You know, that's a long reach. It's a long reach. If you double, put some feints in there, you got to command some sort of ring generalship, you know? If not, imagine he is typical Mexican. He's going to bring you, he's going to come to you, now you're fighting off the back foot. Now that jab becomes a timing thing. If you ain't timing it, you overshooting it. I just hope, listen, get with JD. Stop taking shit sir, uh, lightly. Get with JD. Get some more sparring in. Because, look, I want to see you win, even though I want to see him win, right? Everybody's signing up. I have no dog in the fight. But I always feel a certain type of way when a dude gets a loss. I know I want, I know, I, I want you to win just as bad as you want to win. So, you know, you got to do what you need to do. Don't go in there. Thinking I'm walking this guy down, man. We gotta get oh man, he wanna walk him down, guys. Oh, better, better walk him down like Earl, I'm telling you. But let's go out to these questions. We got a few here. First one is from Jordan Baker in Florida. Pound for pound status says, What's good, Sean? Welcome back to Border Wars. If you win your next fight, give us a three-fight plan.
3: Uh, three-fight plan. I want whoever has the belt. A 190, I'd love to fight uh, T. We don't have super personal beef, but it is a fight. Him and I have been talking about. We came into border wars at the same time, and uh, if he got the belt, then that's, that's a great fight to make. And obviously, I think the build up to it would be phenomenal uh, between him him and I going back and forth. I think it would be great. Uh, so I'd like to fight Terrell. Um, I would love to. Uh, I'd love to get in there with Ant. Still, that's still a fight I want. Um, I think he thinks he's better than he really is. And I'd love to prove it wrong for me. He's just a muscle head and doesn't have much, you know, I I don't see much there. Uh, Maybe you could correct me if I'm wrong, but I'd love to. I'd love to see the ant fight, the T fight. And uh, who else, who else, who else? Um, I don't know. I'm going to let Francis pick the third one. I'm going to let Francis Uh pick the third one. Or or Nest, who, who would you like to see on the third
2: one? Uh, I mean, you said I mean Marvin, right? You said uh, Rell and an Ant. I mean, Marvin yeah. Marvin is the only other name in there that that makes sense. Until okay. someone else, you know. Um, Was that
1: one ninety, right?
2: Yeah, one ninety.
1: I don't know. I, I I call it weird or not, but I think it would be a good stylistic matchup, man, oh. um for, for um for him to fight Cruz at 190.
2: I mean, possibility, uh but that's a fight that we you know I'm saying an I, all Texas I, showdown, sure, you know what I mean? I'm sure Cruz going to want a title. Listen, Sean's a high risk, man that's what i'm saying iris no reward at this moment <laughs> unless it's an eliminator why would cruz who's like i don't know five eight maybe five seven fight a dude the six two six one
1: because he got the power they say he got the power man they say he can box and he got power who? against a, a Cruz, against a bigger guy like sean who got power and can box i mean it's it's a classic matchup of the 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 good little man beating the good big man right
2: no, Cruz is definitely in that conversation because he's in that weight class. Size is not anybody's problem. You put yourself in that weight class, but All right. I'm, I'm sure they won't—they uh, won't take that fight unless there's a, an eliminator or a, or a belt on the line. You know, he's advised by uh, by Coach Mitty, man. Well,
3: well he was a, he was advised not to entertain my fight on this last go around. So I don't know what was going on there. I like Cruz. Nothing nothing negative against Cruz. But Cruz didn't want that fight.
2: Yeah, no, no, listen, Cruz is entitled to get a soft touch. He's coming off a loss and a long layoff. I think he's got over 15 months, you know, that he doesn't fight. His last fight was in Jersey, and I think since Jersey, we've been to Dallas and Pittsburgh, now back to Dallas. So, you know, I could see uh, Cruz, you know, mm, not wanting to take a fight with you right now because then his resume would read, you know, an amateur in Horakang who turned pro. Uh, it would be a heavyweight one of my former opponents. Then it was Ant in the loss, 15 month layoff, and a hundred and ninety-pound fight with Mission Impossible. That sounds like an impossible <laughs> mission.
3: Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah.
2: Nah, he's gotta he's got he's gotta get his feet back wet. And uh, you know. And then, like I said, I know they won't turn it down if there was an eliminator or a title. And, and and I think, you know, if you're smart, if I was advising them, I'd tell them to wait because those titles might be vacant in a fight, you know, a fight and a half. It all depends. If Rel wins, he does want to defend it. He did mention you. And uh, I think he wants Ant to fight Marvin while he fights you. And then the winner of that, you know, hopefully is... Uh, marvin and he'll give marvin the rematch is how he envisions it
1: hey mission what is your
2: take what is your
1: take on on fighting a heavyweight yeah you plan on um fighting a heavyweight at any point
2: i'm not opposed to it i'm not opposed to it oh i mean i'm sure i'm sure if 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 it was real that that fight because i like this matchup
1: right here that i'm looking at this one right here (laughs) <laughs> yeah. see I, I, after you go and fight whoever win the belt between Rell and Marvin and you go and do what you got to do and win the titles you're like you know what yeah. I'm vacating because I'm going for big fish I'm
2: I mean as a cruiserweight champ he ain't really got a vacate right Usyk took a minute before he dropped them belts
1: I know but he's saying I'm going big game hunting like forget these little men I want the big fish
3: nah, and mean, he challenged to take the fight I'll tell you what I, if I'm fighting mess, I'm gonna be in the weight room. I'll be in the weight room for about three months. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not opposed to uh, to hopping into the heavyweight league. Um, I, I played football. It's, it's not hard for me to put on weight, or necessarily to lose weight. Much easier for me to put on the muscle. Uh, so, no, I'm not. I'm not opposed to it. Obviously, that
2: heavyweight business. The heavyweight division is getting real heavy. No, it's not even about me. <clears throat> it's a lot of people there now, you know. Uh, but 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 I think a guy like yourself with your youth and your, your height and size, you can navigate through that division fairly well, man. I see that. I can definitely see that
3: happening. I I I almost jumped into that conversation, but I said, you know what, let me just tell them that's 190.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, damn. was there anybody? I mean, the thing is, they look, I know that's what I'm saying. Everything needs time to develop because, right, like available heavyweights this time around would have been Super Megs. He wasn't trying to fight you. Super Megs got a little weight loss journey, and maybe in the future, you know, it won't bother him to lose to you because he's challenging and pushing himself. But right now, you know, he's already in a, a, a battle with the weight loss, so he's got to knock that out. Before he could challenge someone like yourself. Um he, he so a tough yeah, fight, it's, man. it's just it's just difficult in that heavyweight division. You gotta be not only selective, but it's got to match up with people's um schedule, man. But it is it's gotten heavier, man. Hopefully we get to see the return of Sony and some other guys out there.
3: For sure. Sure.
2: But anyway, we got the next part of that question was where are we here? Next part of that question, question. was also who is two guys you really want to fight?
3: Mm. <laughs> uh, two guys I really want to fight. I already said it. T and Ant.
2: All right, rolling so- in. So Terrell and Anthony, Queen City Cobra, Terrell Fireflame from Detroit. We got Elias here in New Jersey says, let's go Sean, with some, uh, you know, flexing emojis, 100 emojis, some fire, all that goodness, and the glove." So no question, just showing you support. Uh, Eddie Bola de Grasa, captain of Team Las Vegas. Shout out to Eddie man, for being just as great as uh, J-Mac and taking out the time to uh, help train Smoke them out Jay, who's gonna be in a heavyweight fight versus uh the aforementioned Joseph, big super mex Rodriguez. Eddie goes on to say, Sean, you lost to for sure fire D. How did you feel right after the fight? Defeated?
3: That's what he said. That's what
2: he he had to pause and then he put defeated. Yeah,
3: yeah. I felt disappointed in my performance. I felt like if I had to throw more punches and if I could have got my feet out of the sand, I'd have been just fine, and it would have been up to the judges. Uh, I actually had someone pull me aside, multiple people pull me aside and said, hey, if you would have just thrown more punches, it would have been a lot closer on the cards than I may have even had you winning. So, um, disappointed in my own performance, but, uh, you know, I respected for sure Fire D. He did what he had to do, and uh, we can move on.
2: Yo, so uh, his second part was, or did you just want to get right back in there? And then he goes on to say it was a close fight, but I think his amateur experience pulled it out. Good luck on the next fight. If we can eventually get him in there, I got the right opponent for you. Rockstar. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, I doubt, I doubt he'll ever fight you. Just Just the fact, I'm saying it, the fact that you're young, and black, he's gone. He'll never fight you. <laughs> He'll never fight you. He'll never fight you, bro. Never. But we'll see. We'll see. I don't we'll know see. who he
3: is. I don't know who he is. And you never, and you
2: never will. Every season, you'll hear about him. Though he's like the ghost of border wars. We hear about him. He allegedly is gonna fight every season, but no one ever mm-hmm. sees him, man. Uh oh, we got the heavyweight. They threw him on the pound for pound. I want your scalp, old man, Sir Bishop. So shout out to my man, Sean. Good to see you staying active with Border Wars. Question. How old were you when you had your first desire to become an entrepreneur? Mm.
3: Uh, I was 19 years old. when When I was 19 years old, I graduated high school, went to community college, absolutely hated college. And it was at that point where I was like, I'm not doing this shit for the next three years. <laughs> I was like, I gotta, I gotta get out. I gotta start my own business. I gotta do this thing. So I, I, I learned very early that that I didn't want to do the traditional route.
2: Super chat from Ronald Finkley, TBV with the two glove emojis. Shout out, thank you for the support. Uh, Adrian Ronan from Wisconsin is asking, do you think anybody has the power? To bother you in your division? Good
3: question. Uh I don't I don't think uh there's anyone and well, are we talking one seventy five or are we talking one ninety? What are we talking about?
2: 190. I, I mean you you the one get to pick what division you fight.
3: And <laughs> <laughs> one at one seventy five, I don't think anyone could can hurt me. Um at 190, um, I think Marvin's got power. I think Marvin's got power. Um uh, everyone else in that division, I'm not uh, not really checking for I don't think I don't think I'd be worried about anyone else's power in that division Uh, but I respect Marvin's power I respect his boxing ability Uh, but I'm not afraid of anyone else's power whatsoever
2: and uh, he wants to know let me see here before I start paraphrasing Uh, does it seem harder to let your hands go when being pressured
3: um if I let him get inside my jab yeah but the, the goal is not to let them get a
2: your job. Absolutely. All right. All right. Well, those are all the TBV fam questions. This is uh, probably the end of UnGuard. If you have any social media, I know you got GDC. Go ahead and let everybody know uh, where they can find that and, uh, you know, how they can follow you, I guess, if you're going to be posting any of your workout footage. Hopefully he's sending us exclusive stuff here in the next couple of days to help build up his fight maybe uh, some shadow boxing in front of that sexy Mc- what yeah. is it? A Maler- mclaren look i can't McLaren. even pro- i can't <laughs> even pronounce expensive cars i stay on my american muscle man
3: uh, mclaren 570s uh, one of oh, the that funnest cars beautiful. i've ever gotten the privilege to drive but um you guys can follow uh my personal account uh at the official sean jones on instagram that's where i'll post any training footage uh, you can follow Gentleman's Driving Club on Instagram at Gentlemen's Driving Club. Uh, we post a lot of cool content there. Um, I love Bishop. By the way, I want to make this comment. Bishop's an awesome dude. Uh, I hate that people were hating on him during the last uh, event. Uh, I wouldn't mind fighting Bishop, even though y'all call him a ringer. I wouldn't mind fighting Bishop at heavyweight. Oh. Be, careful what, be careful what you
1: ask for. Hey, now, Sean, Sean, would Bishop fight you, man? Both of you guys be careful what you ask for, man. Wow. I'm just telling you right Man, because mess you don't want it. You were asking for it from Border Wars Seven in Dallas. <laughs> oh, who wanted? Who wanted? Rel Bishop, and now you ducking, talking talk about. Oh, he do London. He got to get two wins. I think you need to take that. Take that fight, bro, 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 bro. Let well, me tell you something right
2: no let care. me tell you something. You know it too, man. I did the right thing. <laughs> listen, listen. If you can't see that, I'm forty. No, forget, listen, I'm 40. listen, listen, listen. If you can't see I did the right thing, then 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 you don't know nothing about boxing, and you 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 the same dude that told Deontay to take the DAZN deal because look, when the, when the pound for pound list came out after Border Wars Eight, he wasn't on it. When he after fought, when listen, when he... Was, when he, No, he didn't. No, he I didn't. Alive. I thought he was quiet. No, hell no. Hell no. And okay. I'm, and you talking about Bishop. I'm talking about okay. rail. I'm talking about oh, Real. okay. You said yeah, sorry, I ducked rail. so this is what I'm trying to say. When, when, no, when, no,
1: no, no. I didn't say duck ducked I'm talking about Bishop. No, I said you called in the video. No, they but you said,
2: he... you said, oh, I'm telling him he, he need to go do something and he only got one fight. So I'm addressing that because the truth is, after he fought Morocco, Joe, his performance was so poor... He didn't make the list. I was on the list. Marvin mm. was on the list. I've been chasing Marvin from since he was a heavyweight, but he don't want the smoke. He rather I'm lose that's weight. Foreign. I remember that. You yeah, it. he know. He know. We had to. He know his his whole gym shut down after I hit him with the left hook. They like, ho ho ho. They try to get me out of this. So, you know, with, with Rel, I see,
1: I see, yo, Sean, I seen that left hook. That
2: Whew. with Real, listen, with Real no one knew him he didn't make the pound for pound list no i'm agree so with you on bishop, that so, listen, so then bishop so listen so then bishop comes out of nowhere gets a knockout makes the list i am calling him out because he's on the list and if if he's on, if he's on the list <laughs> yo if he's on the list i could fucking go to number 1 but we all know we all know bishop got a plan and i ain't in it man you know that. I know that, man. <laughs> what, I do know, what I do know is that since you ducked
1: him after seven, he called out Supermax, and Supermax said yes. Oh, no. So, see, well, on, see, that's what you
2: don't know. Remember that I, I got to play matchmaker I and promoter and, and fighter. So so Bishop asked me to set up the Santiago fight. So I reached is out.
3: Bishop fighting, is Bishop fighting uh, in December?
2: Not this one. Not this one.
3: Uh, not this okay. one. Okay, okay. Well, shout out to Bishop. He's a good dude. Nothing but love. But that would be a good that would be a good fight. I'd like to see how I match up against someone who's actually taller than me.
2: Yo, look at Marvin talking fake news. Go ahead, go ahead. I see you sparring, so you can finally get some confidence because Daddy got your heart. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Yo, 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 you see them spawn big dude so he can finally get some heart, man? Get out of here. Three years later, three years later, you still ain't avenged that ghost.
3: Oh my god.
1: But no, um, <laughs> you guys are terrible. But no, um that uh Mitch, Sean, what do you think about um maybe like fighting somebody like different styles, right? So you fighting a, a shorter fighter in, in Cruz and then like a taller fighter in Rel that's around the same size. Which one do you prefer fighting, a taller fighter or a shorter fighter?
3: I'm always going to prefer fighting a shorter fighter. I mean, just have have the advantage of height is a great thing. I think, uh, number one, for optics on the opposite side. I mean, whenever you're fighting a taller fighter, it's something you think about. And I like to give people something to think
2: about. Okay. All right, yo, give out that that uh, social media, Sean, so we can go ahead and end it. We do definitely are going to be right back live at 7 p.m. with our Thursday flagship edition. Mario Barrio's pulled out, but he's going to be pulling in on 9.30 tomorrow morning on the morning show. He'll wake up 8.30 his time in Texas out there and uh, jump on with us. But Sean, Mission Impossible, I want to thank you uh, not only for coming on, but for also... Uh, you know, being a two time man, being a two time uh, a, a, a Border Wars uh, returnee. So many people, you know, either get a win or don't get a win and disappear. You're still here, and that's very important, man. So can't wait to call your next fight. Uh, hopefully, I'm not too biased.
3: <laughs> well, I appreciate you guys having me on. I'm excited for Border Wars and uh, look forward to seeing everybody there.
2: All right. Uh, did you give out the GDC? Social media, yep,
3: at, at gentleman's driving club on Instagram and at the official Sean Jones
1: on Instagram. Hey Sean, I forgot to tell you that like my favorite car is is the Rolls Royce, baby. That that car okay. okay. all day long. Sports car. If I had to pick a sports car, the car that got me into loving cars is that Lamborghini Diablo. Marvin Marvin,
2: Marvin, don't nobody want you because you little. We want you because you fool. That's what you are. You fool. You fool, and you knew you was fool. That's why you started losing weight, getting the hell out the division. But we out. We out.
3: All right, guys.